0: What's up, Middle Georgia Dog Pound? Welcome to the SEC Championship Review Edition of the Middle Georgia Dog Pound Live. I'm your host, Brian. Matt, Kevin, what's up, fellas? What's up, brother? How you
1: doing? How you doing, Brian?
0: Doing great, my friend. Doing (laughs) great. Doing a lot better than I was this time last year, my friend. Yes. And we're going to get into it and get into it deep. Uh, Got a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to recap the big win against the LSU Tigers and get into some of the awards uh, that some of our players have been nominated for and who have also won. So uh, we'll definitely be able to do that. And then we're going to take some guests on the show to share their feelings and their comments about the team and um, and what we should expect going forward. So um, before we get into it, let me uh, – do a few housekeeping tidbits that we always do and I forget to do them but if this is your first time on the show go to streamyard.com/facebook to give uh streamyard permission to show your photo and your name and your comment on the screen we want to know who's talking to us and who's commenting and uh to be able to to use your name and your your face um we got to get get your permission but go there give us a Give uh, StreamYard permission to to use your information, and we'd be glad to take your comments on the show. In addition, uh, if you'd like to be on the show or you have an item or a product or a business that you'd like to promote, hit us up at MiddleGeorgiaDogPound at gmail.com. In addition to that, we've got our annual uh, Pick'em Bowl uh, competition going on. Mr. Matt's put it out there for you guys today on the Facebook page. Uh, the games are there. Go on, copy those games, give us your predictions, and email them to middlegeorgiadogpound at gmail.com. That's middle G-A, dog spelled like it should be, D-A-W-G, pound at gmail.com, and we will get you in the hunt to win the prize at, uh, at the end of the season. Now, Mr. Matt, what was the cutoff date on that?
2: I believe it is the 15th.
0: Okay, 15th, guys. Get your, uh, your bowl predictions in early. And, uh, and then that way we can uh, tally up who is the winner. So I know last year we had a gift card for a couple of guys. I think Ken Milan was a winner last year. So, uh, so good stuff, guys. Good stuff. So before we came on the show, uh, we were talking a little bit about where we were this time last year and how we were feeling and guys, I never, ever want to forget that feeling I never want to take it for granted, and because of that, I pulled some snips from our show from last year. And I know a lot of our listeners that are watching today probably were not here last year, but we were pretty dejected. And I want to give you an opportunity to to take a listen and 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 uh, and what the show was like this time last year. Uh, I just, uh, I just, mm, I don't know, mm. I don't know.
3: I don't know what else know to, say, what other else to say other than I, other than I, I was just, just, I was really, just, just really disappointed.
0: And, uh, and, uh, and I guess that's okay. I guess that's okay. You know, that's what it that's what means what it to be, means uh, to be uh, a good uh, fan, a good fan to, 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 to be there and be there again. But you see what I'm still wearing, and I got it right here. We still got the G. <laughs> and I still got my flag up. It's going to be there, and I'm going to support them, uh, win or lose. And, uh you know, like I said, where I'm going to be a dog until I die. I bleed red and black, and I always have, and I always will. And I just there's a lot of people out there that are uh, fair weather fans or weekend fans. So this weekend Alabama's winning, so I'm going to be an Alabama fan. Next weekend Georgia's winning, so I'm going to be a Georgia fan. Well, that's that's not me. I mean, it's it's red and black all the way, and uh, I'm, and it's just the way it's going to be, and I thought way it will always be. And if we don't win a national championship this year, I'm not going to say we're never going to do it because I never thought the Braves are going to win one ever again either. So um, it, it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen on Kirby's watch. Uh, but when we do, the floodgates are going to open, and y'all better hold on because it's going to be one wild ride for about ten years. I'm tired of getting that. I'm tired of getting that uh, embarrassed, and I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of it, and I don't know. I don't know what else that we can do other than just keep supporting our team. Yeah. And um, that was one thing that I was going to say is that we wanted to have people on. I, I'd love to have whoever wanted to come on and talk and talk, but I don't want to have somebody come on and bash our players. That's not what we want to have happen because i mean they're doing i mean i went to college and i didn't have to play sports and i know how hard it was i can't imagine being a a uh, a college athlete trying to keep up my my classes and my grades and go to practice and play games it's just that's it's a lot to juggle and uh Mm -hmm. i admire these guys for what they do and appreciate them and um I definitely don't want to bash them.
2: Um, yeah, Cause they feel way worse than than we do.
1: Yeah. Uh, those guys yeah. feel
2: way worse than we do. And ultimately one of the things I appreciated more than anything else was, is, is it remind me of, of why I I am so involved with this, this, this team and with the, with the, the family of Georgia Bulldog fans and why I made this started out with this Facebook group. Cause I had a bunch of people who just love the team and they were like, they were, so I want to talk, discuss about and, you know, you know, develop relationships with.
0: If you guys will be patient with me, I got one more video.
2: No, I think, I think you, you hit it on the head, Ryan. There's a lot of good things to be excited about. We cannot forget those, the, the, the last, I mean, I'm going to say the last 13, I mean, the last, uh, the 13 previous games before this, the great bowl game we had, the win we had to finish out the, the last year's season against Cincinnati and these 12 games this year, we have had a lot of excitement. We've done we've had a lot of things go uh in a positive way for us that we weren't expecting. And I think we we expected a normal Georgia season where we'd have six, seven wins, and then we have a bad loss, and we win, win, win more and get SEC championship game. But we dominated all year long. Solid defense that we'll probably never see again uh on the on that field that, that dominant all year long. And so we have a lot to appreciate. And so we talked about it early on, we need to take each game by each game. Because before you know it, the season will be over with. And look at us. We have two more games left, and the season will be over with. And then we'll be standing still for three months, waiting on spring practices to start. And then from then, we'll be waiting for another three months for the game to start again. So, I mean, we need to enjoy and relish these times we got the chance to watch these games because we know what we'll be doing the next after the season's over with. We'll be watching all these games again on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and going back through and watching again to celebrate that time. So if you got a chance now to see it, you got see it live. I mean, celebrate it. Yeah, be sure. happy to see these guys play because all these guys are going to be gone, leaving off. To, they're graduating, and guys going off to NFL, and we're not going to be able to see them in the red and black anymore. So you yep. really need to truly, like like you're saying, Brian, so good, yeah. relish these time to watch these phenomenal players, and be able to you know look back and you know tell kids and grandkids. We'll be on the show here, you know, in, in, when we're older, talking about what, what happened in the 2021 season. Where were you at when we watched Georgia win the national championship after that brutal loss, right? How did you feel after that brutal loss? And we talk about these people, we asked them about the Florida game. How was it to be there when you watched, you know, uh, you know, Scott and you know, Lindsay Scott, you know, that, that, watch that. How did it make you feel? Now we're going to be able to say, how did it make you feel when we saw about ben skull stomp us across the field and then come back and then beat them in the national championship game on January 10th, you know, that's going to be the story. We're going to be able to share, you know, moving forward. And so I think we just need to suck up the the loss or Georgia fan. You should be used to it by now. And let's just move forward for the next win.
0: Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. I never want to forget that feeling, man. I never want to stop being humble. Uh, When you stop being humble you start being like the Alabama fans, and you you think you deserve a win, or you deserve a championship every year. We don't deserve it, um, but we but it sure is nice to uh, to be thirteen and zero right now, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yep. And Matt wasn't uh, wrong about one thing. I did go back and watch those uh, championship games over <laughs> and over and over and over again through the summertime.
0: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I I never want to forget that season, and we're in another magical season right now with being thirteen and O, um, mm-hmm. and our dogs finished on top on Saturday, SEC champs. Um, just we're living in the good old days to where we'll be able to, like Matt says, stand back and sit back and tell our grandkids, "Hey, I was there uh, when when this happened. I I was there when jo- when Georgia couldn't beat Alabama." And then we, we just knew they were going to win in the SEC championship, and we, we got skull stomped. But we came back and got them and got our national championship. So it is good stuff, my friend. It is very good stuff. And uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to be a dog fan at this time of, uh, of our, our team's life and uh, this, this period of, of time because it, it is a lot of fun. That is for dang sure. Well, I want to uh, I want to get to some of our guys' comments uh, on the show. Uh, I know that uh, Ken Laline's already commented. He says SEC champs, yes sir. And John Akaki says natty tickets for SoFi in Inglewood, <laughs> California, January of the night. Thoughts price range four fifty to seven fifty each.
1: Hey, we'd be happy if you buy some tickets and flies out there, John. That's, that's right, <clears throat> Mister Dosikis. <laughs>
0: uh john akaki says shaving party coming soon buddy i sure do hope so yeah i sure do hope so
2: man i was thinking about that today i'm not gonna lie i was thinking about like oh my gosh what's it gonna how pissed off are our wives gonna be when we shave our faces (laughs)
1: Uh, i I don't know jenny might be a little bit happy i've had this beer for a long time
0: (laughs) so georgia's the winningest class in georgia history um that's pretty pretty darn exciting guys I'm not sure who posted this, but they said, Go dogs. Oh, I remember the feeling last year. Little did we know what was in store. John Akaki says, I can buy two tickets by 5 p.m. on December the, ni- December the 9th. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and then this person, said, I don't know who this is, says, Y'all are going to be uglier than you already are when you <laughs> shave.
2: That's my wife, I think. Uh, Might be.
0: Might be. <laughs> Well that guys, was, let's r-
1: That was Richard Fields and there's uh comment. Okay,
0: I got you. I got you. Awesome. Well guys, let's run those uh victory highlights and then we'll bring some folks on to uh to share some comments from the game and uh and their feelings. How about
3: it?
1: Let's do
4: it. You guys earned the right to be here today. Remember where it all started at? Where did it all start at? right here guys first of the season i want you to look to the man to your left and your right and say enough is enough enough is enough enough is enough you see these guys right here these guys been in this game before this game's about them this game's about those five guys that have been here a bunch it's for them enough is enough and today it's about us and how we play and this team gets what you get one shot you get one shot of the SEC, you get one shot today, make every minute of this game count. Today, we know what it's about. Physicality. Yeah, dog! We want to make it a what? Connected assault. Again, and again, and again, and again. Connected.
5: They'll try a field goal from the 22, of the dogs block it! The ball is rolling dead at the four-yard line. The dogs block the 32-yard field goal try. Christopher Smith has picked up the ball and has run the length of the field for a touchdown. We throw it to Bowers, catches it at the one, turns and scores. Touchdown, Georgia. Pass is broken up at the 28.
3: It
2: hit.
5: It hit his helmet. That ball never touched the ground. Second quarter. Milton's in the backfield. Ben throws for the end zone. And caught McConkey at the one. Touchdown. Vlad McConkey. And they hand it off to Williams. We hit it behind the line. And it's fourth down and three. Throws it over the middle. Big old touchdown. Simple as that. And that's six more for the Dogs. We too strong! Fires it over the middle, wide open, touchdown, Dylan Bell! Yeah! Big hole, Milton, 45-50, 45-40. Bennett, snap, in the shotgun, Kenny Mack, runs straight ahead, and touchdown! Straight down the hash mark! 7, 5, 3, 1, pylon, touchdown! Kenny McIntosh solves the problem. Dogs are going to go for two here, leading it 48 to 23. And we run a reverse, and then we throw it with A.D. Mitchell to Big Darnell Washington in the end zone. Let's Let's go! Let's go! Meyer to throw towards the end zone, and picked off. Intercepted a yard deep in the end zone. The ball came out. Georgia goes reaching for it on the ground. Georgia is your 2022 SEC football champions. I love
4: you guys. We fish
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. I want to welcome in the show, Mr. Matt. Matt, I know you. Uh, you asked to come on, man. Tell us what this SEC championship meant to you, and kind of what, what your feelings about the rest of the season. What What do you think we should expect?
6: I mean, it's just a, It's really just to me as if thirteen and as if twelve and zero wasn't wasn't already sweet enough as it was. You know, you just tack that on, and it just makes it that much more sweeter. Um. I think that just that uh, that our guys have just gelled the way they have, especially after losing uh, the amount of uh, guys we've lost to the NFL the way we did. I think it was just – I mean, it's just absolutely amazing that we came back and that we're still just as strong as ever. And, I mean, and, and maybe in some cases, depending on the side of the ball, we're even stronger than we were last year when we won the Natty. Uh, so I, I think it's just really, it, it just really gives me a big boat of confidence just going forward, um, looking ahead to uh, Ohio State, uh, and then onward from there. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm psyched, man. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Uh, how do you think we stack up against the worthless Buckeyes?
6: I think. Um, Obviously defensively, we, 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 clearly have the edge. I mean, that's, there's just, that's just, I think I pretty much kind of goes without saying, um, offensively, I think we hang right in there. Uh, I, I think, you know, their quarterback, their, uh, their offensive line is very good. Um, they're, they're, they're very strong and they're, they're capable of putting up points too. Um, so I mean, we have to be our defensive guys and this guy right here for whom I wear this, uh, this, this Jersey here, uh, he's going to have to have a better game this, uh, this next week uh, than he than he did in the SEC championship game and um, um, but you know those things happen uh, so I think um, you know going forward I think uh, we step our defense up um, like we played in the uh, Tennessee game dude it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long night for Ohio State so
0: absolutely well John Akaki says is that
6: is Matt Ringo or AD Mitchell this is and this that, is Kaylee <laughs> Ringo so I'm a I'm a defensive guy so. got you
0: i got you well cool man we do appreciate you coming on and sharing a few thoughts Uh, but uh we definitely uh we definitely are in in the same agreement with you that it's it's very surprising that we uh we lost as much talent as we did and and still have showed out as much as we have so cool beans man well Hey, if there's anybody out there else that would like to jump on, I posted the link in the comments part portion of the show. So, just click that link and uh, come on in. We'll be glad to take your comments and and uh, give you an opportunity to talk on the show. Thanks for coming on, bud. You bet. Anytime. Well, let's catch a few uh, comments here. Let's see. Hunter Ivey says, 2022 SEC champs. I said it in the Oregon show. I said we were going – 15-0, and, and there's only two more left. And Bill Krug says, it's about time. I'm not sure what he's talking about. It's Maybe... About time
1: we got that SEC championship. Oh, Let's yeah.
0: I got off. you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Josh Hill says, my heart races just seeing some of these plays again. Yeah, absolutely. He says, goosebumps. Yep. Yeah, so there's missed, that.
1: If you missed the uh, watch party that we, we had watching the championship game, you missed a fun time. <laughs> uh, we had a bunch of good good uh folks out there good food good time good uh brotherhood uh and and if you missed it you need to join us for the next one it was a real real fun time best part
2: is seeing your guy's dad run that flag back and (laughs) forth across the yard
1: yeah that was pretty awesome that's that's a memory i'll I'll never forget i wish we had got a video of that (laughs)
0: Awesome. Yeah, John Morgan says he's here. What's up, John? It's good to have you on. Hey, If you guys don't know who John Morgan is, all these great uh, graphics that you see us throw up, um, he is our design guy, and uh, we couldn't be where we are. That design, the Middle Georgia Dog Pound, John Morgan. Uh, we could not be where we are without him, Yeah. and so we appreciate you, John. and uh, And appreciate so we definitely want to give you a little love, dude. <laughs> don't do me like that <laughs> <laughs> let's see bill krug bill krug says i don't agree about the o being better this year kirby was just afraid to turn the dogs loose we could have done this last year just as good as this year i agree with that totally agree with that um so looks like we got uh mr hunter ivy in the background but before we bring him on i'm going to throw another little video up of Chris Smith talking about uh, what happened with the block punt.
7: Um, Yeah, it was definitely a surreal moment, but it's a moment that we uh, go over as a team about every three weeks. Coach Smart always shows, like, block field goals and how it could go wrong and uh, what to do in certain situations. So I knew that if the ball crossed the line of scrimmage, I was able to pick it up. But the rule is don't pick it up if you can't score. Uh, (laughs) But we know what happened with that. And, uh, you know, uh, just a few few guys on the sideline were like, no, no, no. But uh, it was just too good to be true. I I, I bent down, I looked at the I looked at the referee and he looking like, go ahead. And uh, so basically uh, I just picked it up and just went all the way with it. It was a special
1: moment
3: for sure.
0: Thought that was a pretty good video of Chris Smith just kind of walking us through what was going through his head when that ball bounced right right in front of him and he's like, mm, what do I do? Right um so cool cool deal hunter it's so good to have you on man Hello, we buddy. missed you we missed you the Another. other night missed you the other night i'm sure disney on ice was just more than amazing <laughs> <laughs> i just heard, was, I heard it was
2: ice capades there was
0: uh, there was nothing was better than uh disney on ice uh nothing better <laughs> happening that night
7: i did watch i did watch the first half and then by then it was 35 10 i said it's done so
0: I love it. I love it. What did you What did you take away from the game, man?
7: well oh, f- finally, finally, they won the SEC. I'm surprised. It's 2017 was the last one we played well, um, especially often we got off to a fast start. Plus the Chris Smith return blocked field goal and the interception bouncing off the helmet. I've never seen anything like that in any other game I've ever watched. I mean, defense, uh, Kirby, defensively, though, they gave up just a little too much passing yards. But other than that, I thought they played a very well, very good game for the most part. The rush defense was amazing, as it always is.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, we definitely turned it on. Um, I thought our offensive line played extremely they, well.
7: Extremely well, too. Well,
0: yes, sir. They, they, uh, we did not have, uh, any sacks on Stetson Bennett, which was absolutely amazing. um, uh, considering all the smack talk that was coming from LSU. So good stuff. Well, how do we
7: stack up against Ohio state, my friend? Ohio state cannot match us physically at all. They can't. They, I mean, the, the one team they played, Worth playing was Michigan, and they got drugged in Ohio State. They're coming to Atlanta. Let's go. Bring it on. That's right. Yeah, ba- I
0: like it. I like it. It's basically a home game for us, right?
7: basically a home game. I mean, they yes. can't catch us physically. They can't. I like and, and, I mean, we, we have the defense to stop Stroud. I don't think they have the defense to stop Stetson, who will win the Heisman.
0: I like it. I like it.
7: Clean sweep. Well, SEC champion, Heisman, and dogs go 15. and a, I'm calling it now.
0: I like it. I like it. Good deal, man. Good deal. Well, thanks for coming on the show, oh, buddy. Yeah. Hey, we're going to have, I'll go ahead and announce it now. We are going to do another watch show as long as the weather will cooperate uh, on December the 31st. Uh, if you guys can be here, please come. We had a great time. I guess we had about 20, 25 folks show up. Uh, we would love to have you come and enjoy the game with us and uh, enjoy some fellowship. And uh, we'll definitely put on a show uh, uh, running that flag back and forth every time that Georgia scores a touchdown on those worthless nuts. So um, <laughs> we'll look to see you out here, man. Have a good I one. Did,
7: I do. Did. I did. Yeah, I, I'm not going to Disney on ice. it was good the kids were happy but i had more important issues but hey i didn't pay for the tickets they were free so
1: (laughs) there you go
0: good deal good deal all right bud well you have a good night you too all right good deal man let's catch a few more comments here let's see Josh Hill says, Dooley and every, every previous UGA were cheering down from heaven. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Every UGA, I guess he was talking about. Yep. Ken LaLine says, we will beat Osside uh, State on both lines. I like it. John Akaki says, Stroud is not a running QB. Yeah, that is for sure. Uh, that's right. Um, he is going to have a rough day if he hangs in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Bill Crook says Twinkle Toes Ivy. <laughs> like it. Uh John Akaki says says uh Hunter's still on ice. That's funny. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Well guys, uh tell me, Kevin, tell me what you what you took away, man. What was uh what was your what was your best play? What what was you know, anything you want to share? Just jump in here and let's
1: roll with it. Uh it was unbelievable. And, you know, I've I've been preaching this uh, from multiple games that we've got to come out and start fast, start hard from the very jump of the game. Um, and our first drive was kind of lackluster. Uh, and it had me concerned once again. And uh, uh leaned over to a buddy of mine that was at the party with us. And I said, they're going to try my patience tonight. Well, next thing I know, they let LSU drive all the way down. And they blocked the – block the punt, I mean, block the field goal. And from that point on, it was like a light switch. It had flipped. And uh, it seemed as though they were unstoppable. And and something that, that Ray said to me at the game, he says sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good. And, and let's, let's face it, we had a blocked field goal that we scored on. Uh, we had a turnover that bounced off the helmet of an LSU player. That's the kind of stuff that used to happen to us during those games and and wondering how the other team could be so lucky um you know we got lucky on a couple of plays that just turned out big for us and and, and it seemed like it, everything was going our way and then the second half is like the defense just kind of took their foot off the brake pedal and um they had the and i'll, I'll hand it to the the backup quarterback man he for LSU, he came in and balled out. I'll, I'll give him props for that because you imagine being a backup coming in the SEC championship game and and he was slinging the ball. But um, I think it kind of caught our uh, defensive guys off off guard, and and that's the thing that uh, that Kirby was not happy with at the end of the game. Um, he he preached mightily on and this is not going to be accepted. We're going to go back to work. We're going to get these things fixed. And it may be a good thing that they went ahead and, and those things were revealed in this game and they can go back, watch film and get them corrected in practice uh, and not l- allow those things to happen against Ohio State and, and whoever we play whether it be TCU or Michigan uh, afterwards because uh, I really have full confidence that we will be moving on to the championship game. We, you know, I don't think I'm with Hunter Ivy. I don't think that Ohio State can match up with, with the physical, uh, our physicality on both sides of the ball. I mean, these guys from, you know, our running backs have dialed up their play, and that was something earlier on in the season that we discussed. And we, we had a big running game. I can't remember what the the yards were. I think it was over 200 yards rushing in this game. Was it not? Am I correct in saying that? Like 220 yeah. something yeah so I mean that's huge in a championship game to have over two hundred yards rushing um it's just on both sides of the ball it's just amazing um the, the the brotherhood that these guys play play with you know it just they back each other I think that's our biggest play that we gave up right there um and that was it but um those are things that uh can be corrected and that's why they have film sessions, and they'll go back to work.
0: Yep, absolutely. Mr. Matt, I know what your biggest, your uh, your best play of the game was because you told me you enjoyed this very much, and I'm just going to put it up on the screen here for everybody to see.
1: <laughs>
0: there it is. He says, I'd yep. like to thank the You're SEC for ahead. this wonderful championship trophy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, good stuff, Matt. Take it away, man. What did, What did you take away from the game?
2: So yes, just some of the things to piggyback off of what Kevin was saying is, um, if we look at those drives, like the big drive you saw there. I mean, that drive that came down field and scored on. You got to realize that defense was on the field for twenty two out of those twenty six plays. In that first, that first, the first two three drives of the game, our defense was on the field for twenty two out of those twenty six plays. So they were kind of burnt a little bit. And look, me, me. We were up. The, the 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 block field goal helped a little bit to bring those points in, but they were burnt a little bit on that. After the offense started going and gave them a break, you saw we shut them down. So it wasn't until the the second half where they um, you know gave all those points away. But once again, we were playing that you know they're gonna pass the ball on us. Let we're gonna just play the safe the the, the safe you know pass protective game, try to keep everything in front of us and do their thing. And you guys are there, who were there with me at the at the uh, at the watch party, how I was so frustrated. How we just kept sending four, kept sending four, kept sending four, and every time we sent five, what happened?
0: We'd get, we get to them. Yep.
2: Or something, or, or it was intercepted. I me, mean, it was something like that where we had a pressure on the quarterback. So we're going to see a lot of that, I think, in the next game as well. But ultimately, I'm excited about it. I think you know it was good watch the total team play, like I said, Kevin said, I'll echo him. The team was very balanced, you know, 200 200 plus yards rushing, 200 yards passing, very balanced team. Everybody got involved. We don't have one dominant player. It was just, it was, it was really good to, to see that kind of, that kind of play. Uh, I even, I even, I know it's, I'm not sure how relevant it is, but I enjoy seeing AD Mitchell come in there and throw that pass. Oh yeah, Absolutely. I mean, he, it meant so much to him for that to happen. And it was funny. I was we were watching some of the, the post the, the post uh, you know, reporting stuff and Kirby looks over at Stetson and he goes, me and AD has something that you'll never have. We have a thousand percent passing rating. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, and so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's something like that. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see them kind of have, have fun with it. It's still not, you know, it's, it's work, but they're having fun with it. So I enjoy seeing that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I had a couple points I wrote down, and I wanted to get you guys' take on it. But you know how last year I felt like that this was probably the most connected team that we ever had uh, in Georgia history. Do you feel like that maybe this year's team is performing better simply because this is a more connected coaching staff?
2: Coaching staff? Yes, probably so. Players, players, like you said, the players aren't as connected as the players were last year. But, yes, coaching staff-wise, 100% agree.
0: Yeah, and I, I pulled a video down so you guys can watch it um, about Kirby
2: right after
0: the Chick-fil-A um, game with Oregon. And uh, just take a listen to this.
4: Our staff is the best it's ever been. we got a great staff right now, and it's, uh, it's, it's awesome because we've got – you know, a great, we've always had good staff, but we've got a really great staff right now in terms of guys enjoying to work together and putting plans together, and I thought they did a great job of doing that. Good time for
0: So Kirby talks about that right at the beginning of the year, and then Todd Munkin just recently at the Broils Award ceremony, he talks about the connection that the, 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 the staff has. So take a listen to this. And
3: then a chance to come to Georgia. I landed on third base I wasn't like TCU wasn't like uh, at Knoxville I came into a culture that was already established and really good players and all we had to do is fight like hell to make it better and that doesn't mean my whole career I've landed on third base for God's sake so I I worked my ass off okay let's at least be honest here (laughs) but I am very appreciative of opportunities that I've gotten and one thing about it is I'm just a byproduct of our players, Kirby Smart in the culture, and our coaching staff. And I've been doing this a long time and been around a lot of great coaches and my whole family's in coaching. And there's nobody I trust more than Kirby Smart in terms of we're going to win, we're going to work, we're going to recruit. And that's over 56 years. And I want to thank our staff. And, you know, when we played the other day, I always believe this, that I see an offensive staff as like a rock band or a group, that you need every piece of it, that you take the collective uh, strength of the staff and give them pieces of it, and then you just coordinate it as best you can, because it takes everybody. It takes songwriters. It takes the musicians, and they're the ones that make it come to life. The first two touchdown passes we threw the other day, those were Mike Bobo's ideas. Those weren't mine. Uh, The third touchdown pass was Ryan Williams, an analyst. It wasn't my idea, someone else's idea. We just fought like hell during the week to see if we could make it right. So very, very lucky in that that regard.
0: So uh, I played those videos for you guys to just take an appreciation for what Kirby has built here. Uh, Kevin talks about it all the time that, It's like a death star. Um, And it really is. I mean, the the pieces of the puzzle that's been put together is just astounding Um, to have two former OCs on our staff helping to develop plays and as an analyst. um, It's just it's just huge, man. It's it's something that other programs don't have, Um, you know, and. I think you and I talked about this the other day, Matt. I, I just don't see um, Todd Munkin going anywhere. Uh, if anything, he's going to get another big raise this year, and we're going to lock him in, and he's completely happy. I don't know, even in the NFL, if he's had this much talent compiled together to do whatever he wants to do. And it shows. Uh, you've seen it on the videos. That guy is having a blast mm-hmm. in the box. Uh, I've never seen an offensive coordinator
1: celebrate more than that guy right there. It, it, com- it comes down to, it's like if if you're having this much success and you've got these this talent that Kirby is amassing, um, why go somewhere else and have to deal with the headache uh, that you would have to deal with as a head coach when you you can work under a head coach who deals with all that headache for you?
0: Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. Well, let's catch a few comments here before I get too, too far ahead. Bill Krug said Matt's pick will be the pick of the season for eternity unless some better comes up the next two games. <laughs> Loved his sack and it shows. Hunter Ivey says, I hope we can keep this staff together. I totally agree. Ken Lalonde says, coaching staff and complementary football, defense lifts offense and offense carries defense. That comes from the coaches down. Yep, totally agree. Um, If you guys, there were some things in that video I couldn't play on air because it was very rough language. But if you get an opportunity, go back and listen to that interview with Coach Munkin, uh, that speech. It was very uh, profound. And um, you'll learn a lot about the guy and and why he is the way he is. So take a moment to go back pull that up on YouTube. And if you need the link, hit me up. I'll I'll send it to you. John Akaki says, experiencing knowing – Experience knowing what it takes in order to win. Yep, I agree. So, uh, um, there's a few plays that I will never forget. Sitting here talking about plays. There's a few plays that I'll never forget for the rest of my days. The touchdown that Stetson Bennett threw to A.D. Mitchell. The Ringo pick six in the national championship. Chris Smith, 95 yard run back on that punt block, and then Jalen Carter holding that guy up, the yep. quarterback up in the air. I'll never forget those plays. So just absolutely awesome. Um, one thing I'm gonna remember about this particular game is that Kirby Smart never took his foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a mistake that we've made in the past. And we need to put keep our foot on the gas. Let's just be honest, these teams that we're gonna play um going forward they can they can score points and we've got to be able to to go on a boat race and the, and i think the reason that kirby scored that that went for that two-point conversion at the end is just to show people that hey we can score points whenever we want to there's no doubt about it you put us in a corner we're gonna come out and smack you in the mouth so uh, i just think that's that's the reason why we went for two points there at the end of the game to get that 50 up on the scoreboard and and make people realize you're dealing with the real deal this year.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, uh, let's get into some of our awards here. What do you say? Mm -hmm. Uh, Our team, here's the all-SEC first team. Um, there's some names on this list that I don't know how they got there, but obviously Jalen Carter being at the top of the list on defense is an obvious one. The one I don't understand is this Kool-Aid McKinstry, how he, uh, how he made the first team that just, I I don't get it, but I guess it's because the A is out beside his name. That's probably why. And then our second team, uh, all SEC second team, Stetson Bennett there uh lad mcconkey darnell washington i mean let's just be honest he, sh- he-, he should have been there on the first team uh brock bowers was on the first team as well and warren mcclendon was on the first team and Jack lesney i failed to mention those i'm sorry and chris smith on defense as well um uh, lad mcconkey cedric van pran which had a fabulous game you go back and watch the game guys he was laying just some Fabulous blocks, opening up holes for our running backs. Uh, go back and, and watch his play. Nazir Stackhouse had a great game. Uh, Keeley Ringo is on the second team. We're going to need to see him improve. And then I was just absolutely tickled to see this. If you guys can't see the name, but it's William Moat. We met um, we met his mom at uh, the Tennessee game. Just an absolute fantastic family and i was absolutely tickled to see him make all sec as as the uh the long snapper so kudos to him um the the one position that i feel like goes unrecognized is a long snapper until he snaps something over somebody's head right <laughs> um it's a very unappreciated position and uh, so critical to uh what we do on offense so kudos to him and then of course uh, our own stetson bennett he, he won the bullsworth award um, for the nation's top walk-on uh, just absolutely tickled to him my cousin uh is um his uh, stetson's dad goes to my cousin's church she sent me this photo she was able to get from him so um, nobody else has this picture, guys. Just right here on the middle of Georgia dog pound, um, we have some hookups. Let me tell you, uh, we run into people all the time, and uh, and so got a photo of Stetson with the Burls uh, Burlsworth Trophy. And if you guys don't know the history behind Brandon Burlsworth, I would just challenge you to go and read up on him. Uh, he was a walk on lineman. I was told he would never play for the for the University of Arkansas and worked his butt off um, and was even a better man off the field than he was on the field. And uh and so because of that, um he continued to work and continued to work, got to start, and then uh when it came time for the draft, he was the fastest lineman at the draft. Uh, because of his work ethic, and uh, he was eventually drafted. I believe it was Indianapolis Colts.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Shortly after he was drafted, uh, he was killed in a car wreck, tragically, and so never got to play a snap uh, in the NFL. Um, but it's a wonderful trophy. Um, it's a wonderful program. If you guys didn't get an opportunity to listen in, and I thank John Akaki for sending us the link on that, as we would have missed it, and. Um, I definitely uh, am glad that uh, we got an opportunity to hear that. So, I pulled down at about three minutes of Stetson's speech. I know it's going to be a little bit long. Uh, as soon as this is over, I'll get another guest on the line here, and we will uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what the uh, the game meant to them. But let's, let's run these uh, run his speech real quick.
8: I love everything about it, and I love being a walk on because it allowed me to see that, and it allowed me to grow up a little bit when I, I wasn't grown coming out uh still not grown hopefully I stay a kid forever honestly but um being a walk-on humbles you um but it also allows me to know you without knowing you right uh every other award well I I don't know every other award but most other awards I would say you know you can look at it and you can you, you can imagine that they are a good football player um This one, you can look at it and and imagine the person that they are. And you can be right, you know, I I assume, Marty, you probably know better than I do, but uh, you can be right nearly 100% of the time. Um, And that's that's because being a walk-on is not easy. Um, You know, and... Wow, huge honor. I, I don't know what to say. But what I do know is that I feel like I know Brandon a little bit just because we've been there, man. I and mean, we've been down. Like, football, growing up, it was the thing that you were best at. Um, it was the thing that you believed in. Uh, it was the thing you, you you spent the most time doing. Um, you know, you thought you were pretty good in your hometown, Right. And then you walk on to college and and, and come and find out that, hey, this thing that you said you're best at in the the world, that you spend the most time at in the world, that you care about in the world, um, well, it ain't good enough to play here. And so when when people talk about Brandon and and his legacy, um, you know, it's hard to remember that, but I I think it's important, too, um, because... he, he didn't just run bleachers a lot right he didn't he didn't just do more push-ups than other people you know he came out and and thought he had a good practice one day and then yeah. his coach still told him he wasn't good enough right and that's a uh, that's a long that's a long look in the mirror you know that is that's dark when when you get down that road um but that's why he's so special, because he took that mirror and he broke it over his knee, and he became an All-American, and he got drafted. Um, and so, again, thank you, Marty, Miss Mickey. Um, thank you for allowing me to be here. Thank you all for being here. Um, thank you all, too, for being studs. Uh, and. Just just awesome,
0: man. You could tell that uh, Stetson got choked up there. But, guys, if you don't know Stetson Bennett's story, and I, I told the guys earlier this before we came on the show, uh, we're, 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 we're experiencing history, guys. We'll never see this happen again. I mean, I swear to you, we'll never, ever see this happen again. This guy walked on to Georgia as a preferred walk-on, was told he would never start said, hey, we'll use you in the scout team. Hey, we'll use you. Hey, can you emulate um, – Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield for the Rose Bowl. Goes out, balls out, has the defense saying, that kid's a baller. He's still told that he's not going to start. So he leaves, goes to Jones College. Jones Junior College is there for a year. Balls out and – he gets a gets a scholar uh, a scholarship offer from Louisiana Lafayette. He is about to take it when Sir Kirby Smart calls him and says, "Hey, come back to Georgia, and and I'll put you on scholarship." Comes back to Georgia, and is told, "Hey, you're not going to be the starter." But he continues to work. He continues to put in the effort. He's told that Jamie Newman and um what was the other guy? Man. Dwan Mathis were going to be the starters ahead. First one and two ahead in. Never takes a first-team snap. Then right at the beginning of the season, Dwan Mathis is named the starter and goes in and lays an egg against Arkansas. And Stetson Bennett is put in the game ahead of Carson Beck. And everybody's freaking out that Stetson Bennett's been put in the game ahead of Carson Beck. But the guy comes in and pulls, pulls out a win for us, which was huge. The only game he lost as a starter that year was against Alabama at Alabama, and I don't know of anybody else that could have done any better. But then he's pulled out, and he loses the starting job again, and is given to JT Daniels, and is told, hey, you're not going to be the starter. And there was never a conversation about him being the starter, but the guy continues to work. The very next year, he's told, hey, you're number three quarterback. At that point, I would have left. I would have left this program, yeah. but no, he stays there and he works and he works and he works. And JT Daniels gets hurt and he comes, they pull the trigger, ask Bennett to come in against UAB, and he throws five touchdowns against UAB. Five touchdowns. And the kid just continues to work and continues to work, no matter how what people say about him what they how they talk about him oh he's not tall enough oh he doesn't have the arm strength oh he makes poor decisions uh, he's this he's that he's never going to be good enough but yet he's stuck with us and he won us a national championship and i i don't know what else the kid has got to do but he's a heisman finalist and daggum i'm standing with stetson um to, i'll ride with stetson till the day i die um he, here's even something that's even more profound. Gary Danielson, who is the biggest freaking Alabama fan in the whole world, he says on the SEC championship, and I can't quite read it, but he says he reads about reads the criteria for the Heisman Trophy and says annually recognizes the outstanding college football player whose performance best exhibits the pursuit of excellence with integrity. The winners of this trophy. Um,
1: epitomize, epitomize uh, great ability combined, combined with with diligence, it. perseverance, and hard work. And
0: Gary Danielson says sounds like they're talking about that guy right there. That says a lot to me about a guy that's an Alabama homer to, to make that type of compliment about Stetson Bennett. Um, and then Aaron Murray goes on this week and says He tweets out, says, not only is Stetson going to New York City, he's moved into GOAT status at UGA. He's the greatest quarterback in Georgia history. And I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that. And not only did he put it on a tweet, he goes on national television on the SEC broadcast and reiterates it. And I'll let you guys hear it.
9: Aaron, to help me quantify what Stetson Bennett's done uh, in his career as the starting quarterback at Georgia, another uh, accolade to add to the resume, an SEC championship, looks good throwing the football on Saturday, full control of uh, of the offense. How would you look at him this season, his career, and is is he deserving of of being in New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony? Oh, 100% he's deserving. I mean, the stats aren't Caleb Williams and, and, and guys like that, Max Duggan, but you know, stats are plenty fine. I remember my, was it senior year? You know, A.J. McCarron at, at Alabama was, I think, second in the Heisman to Jameson Winston. You know, Winston. But and I would say Stetson's stats are even better. That, and Stetson's asked to do more in this football team than AJ. what A.J. was asked to do back in 2013. So he, he has the wins. He's on the best team in America, which always helps. And I thought he's had some great stats. And he's played really well in big moments. I mean, we always talk about, like, Heisman-type performances. When do you have those big games? had that verse oregon to start the game start the season played extremely well versus versus lsu played extremely well versus tennessee like he has stepped up and played well against some of the best competition in america this year when his number's been called you know unfortunately for him you know this is an offense in a team that's kind of said okay we're going to play great defense we're going to run the football and and we're just going to survive because we know we do not need style points and and it's kind of you know, prohibit him from going out there and throwing for five touchdowns a game and getting 300, 400 yards. But like I said, in big time moments, he continues to have those Heisman like performances. So, yes, he should definitely be in New York. I, I would expect that. I think he, Vegas Odds has him as the number three mm. guy, four guy. So he'll be there uh, because of that. Uh, and then just legacy wise, I said it this past weekend. I put a little tweet out, and I, and I believe this. This isn't me just saying this to say this. You know, what, what you are brought in to do as a quarterback. Is lead a football team to championships. And is he as talented as Matthew Stafford? No. Is he as talented as you know DJ Shockley or Greeny or Firm or yes. mm-hmm. you know myself? I you know, I think he's kind of in that category because I do think he has great arm strength, he's great mobility, he's, he's he's a hell of a competitor. But he's done what yeah. none of us have done. He's won a national championship and he's won an SEC championship game, and right now he's an opportunity to win another national championship. That is what you were brought to do. Mm-hmm. Win football mm-hmm. games and win championships. And yep. he has done that better than anyone else in Georgia history. So yes, I put him in a different category and say, hey, he may be considered and should be considered the best quarterback in Georgia history right now.
0: Yeah, it's just huge, man. What I mean you can't ask for more better for a better uh accolade than that,
1: right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh,
0: we we put together a few stats here for you guys to look at. This is uh each one of the top quarterbacks. If, against top 25 teams. And obviously you can see that Stetson has the better uh, percentage rating rating there. He's 13-0, five wins out of five games, 73% completion rate, uh, 1,472 yards. The only team team that had more yards was Caleb Williams, and that's because they play in the flag football league, as Matt says. Um, 13 TDs two interceptions and 185.21 QBR rating and four rushing TDs uh, in those top 25 games. Um, And so just says a lot about the kid. And I I just, I know he's not going to win, but uh, I'm just so tickled for him to be there because these AP voters, all they're looking at is, is total stats. They don't look at the complete player. Um, and uh, it's just disappointing that that's not not uh he's not going to be not going to win it. But uh, you know what? Like Bill Krug says, the Burlesworth Award symbolizes the most developed athlete. The winner of the award has grown greater than any other award winner in college. I.e., Heisman Award winner has more talent at the beginning. I totally agree with that. What a great statement, Bill. Yeah. Um, you couldn't have said it better, man. Um, and then John Akaki says, "Heck, they wanted to get Caleb Williams, and uh, he's right. (laughs) He sure did. He tried to get him." Well, guys, let's. I got a somebody wanted to come on the show and share a few thoughts. Let's bring in Josh. Josh, Somebody wanted to come on the show and share a few thoughts. Let's bring in Josh. All right. Well, Well, that didn't work. So I'm not sure what happened to Josh. We were just hearing ourselves over and over. So, Josh, uh, if you have a pair of headphones, man, turn off the show and uh, just go completely into the link. Don't have the show playing in the background because it's going to play right back over um, the link that you've got going on there. So, we well, uh, let's see. I have one more video that I wanted to share that... Um, uh, Ryan McGee did from Marty and McGee. Marty and McGee, uh, it's called the Ode to
4: Stetson. Consider for a moment what it must be like to be Stetson Bennett the First of all, there's that name, straight out of the country club, who carries himself like he's straight out of the country. And oh, by the way, might be the best quarterback in the country. Shake and bang, touchdown Stetson Bennett. Others have better stats. But not many. Others started college with more stars next to their name. Okay, yeah, pretty much all of it did. But no one tops Bennett when it comes to swagger. That's the only explanation, the only possible way he could have pulled off what he has. As a kid, he dreamed of playing quarterback for Georgia. He walked onto the team and was a scout team star, but soon realized it wasn't going to happen and moved away. Then he came back. Then the job became his. All while so many of the people with whom he once sat in the grandstands of Sanford Stadium doubted that he was the guy who could deliver their beloved Bulldogs to the promised land. They were still screaming at halftime of the national title game that he'd be benched. Bennett launching, Mitchell. After he outdueled the Heisman Trophy winner to clinch that title, they thanked him and then politely suggested that he move on. He did not. He came back again, and he hasn't lost a game since. That's him with the juice. Bennett will never forget the small handful of people who stood by him. He will also never forget the very large crowd who did not. And if he is once again the quarterback standing on the big stage in January, you can be assured of this. Stetson Bennett the fourth will toast them all. He will thank them for the motivation, and then he will carry that swagger out into the night. Perhaps the greatest dog of them all.
1: 13, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if I could, Brian, I'd like to share some thoughts on that. Stetson, Go, man. Stetson is a guy that, he doesn't, he doesn't want the accolades. Every time, if you watch his interviews, he even did it at the Bullsworth uh, Trophy presentation. He said he couldn't do it without the guys that are around him. And every time he's he has been the MVP of the Orange Bowl, the National Championship, and now the SEC Championship, he always gives the accolades back to the guys that are around him. I think that's what brings the team around him. That's why the team loves him. Um, he fights for the team, not himself. He doesn't want the accolades on himself. Even when he gets them, he pushes them off and puts them back on the team and the guys that are around him. Because even in the interview after the SEC championship, he said, he said he gives it to his offensive line. He said, because he's like, I don't, he said, I didn't even get touched this whole game. Nobody touched me. And and even when he ran, he ran for positive yards and went down. He didn't the offensive line kept him off of him. And that's that's why this team and the team last year loves this kid. He plays for the team, not himself. He wants to win for the University of Georgia and the guys around him. That's what makes him different. That's what makes him special. He doesn't want anything for himself. Totally agree. Totally agree. John Akaki said,
0: Kirby's best trait may be be telling someone no. (laughs) I totally agree with that. And Dad says that Stetson just wants to win, and I I agree with that. I agree with that. Josh Hill says, SB4, just go play. I like it. I like it. Well, guys, we are running long. Let's boogie through this thing so we can get off. Um, Did not want to miss mentioning the fact that our offensive line is up for the Joe Moore award. Um, they were snubbed last year and it was given to Michigan. Uh, this year we're, we're in a head to head battle against Michigan for the Joe Moore award. Um, and so I feel pretty confident that we'll, we're going to be able to pull that one out. Uh, big kudos to Jack pod, Lesney special teams player of the year for the sec. That is just huge. Um, Pod Lesney was what 23 of 26 or something on field goals, and then can't remember, it's like 56 or 57, it was some crazy number for pats. It was, it's wild. Uh, he was 100% perfect on pats, so um, just big kudos to him. And then, of course, right before we came on, uh, Coach Smart named the SEC Coach of the Year, um, just absolutely deserves it and uh for for any team to lose 15 guys to the draft and then go undefeated the next year uh any coach should be the uh the coach of the year that is for sure well guys we're going to be uh chick-fil-a peach bowl bound here in a few weeks um look forward to seeing everybody out at the house i'll get a post out on the facebook page of uh what We're going to be doing, but um, we'll definitely be here, fellas. You guys got any final comments before we sign off?
1: Uh, Kevin? no, I'm I've, I've just uh, I'm looking forward to this game, uh, with Ohio State. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, I think that um, everybody uh, from that conference is not giving Georgia a chance, they think Ohio State's going to come in and beat Georgia. Um, but Think we know otherwise um it, it's going to be fun this is going to be a huge game and I, I i'm actually glad it's not tcu i'm glad it's ohio state so we can uh once again prove the naysayers wrong like we did with michigan last year it's gonna be a fun game to watch yep totally agree matt you got anything bud
2: yeah just echo what, what kevin said i mean everyone keeps just, just keeps saying that Georgia got the got the worst pick. That's the the team that the one team that could beat them, they, they got. And we'll see what happens though, right? I mean yep. if they're saying that Georgia and Michigan are so much alike on offense and defense, well, what did Michigan do to them? So I don't understand what they're coming from, but one thing I would like to call out we didn't talk about earlier, but one thing we can look at, and then there's not a huge big stat or big thing, but look how many true freshmen played in that game against LSU. We had eleven True freshmen, not not redshirt freshmen, true freshmen play in that game. This goes back to what you said at the beginning of the year, Brian, of all these people now we are going Exodus coming this, this in this season. We're gonna have all those extra snaps that have already been played in big time games that are just spring for pour, spring us to, like you said, for the next decade. It's gonna be a, a great ride.
0: Yes, it is, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Well, guys. We'll send this thing out right
7: here
0: at this time. 126 teams have been sent home with no shot at the national championship, and our dogs are back on top, and we've got a shot to win this thing. So, guys, we'll be back on here. I'm Brian, uh, Brian for Matt. Kevin and the Middle Georgia Dog Pound, and all you guys out there, go dogs!
5: Go, go dogs! dogs.